It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Drive Large Radio Show, and we're pleased to be in studio with Rhonda Kenny and Bianca Bodwin. They are with The Way Home, and they are sponsoring a big event this weekend, which we have uh, gladly extended them the opportunity to come and share with our large and loyal listening audience here on the Drive Large Radio Show. Rhonda, Bianca, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to have you. So I don't know which one of you is going to take the lead on this discussion this morning, but how about you share with our audience a little bit about uh, who each of you are personally and professionally. We'll talk a little bit about The Way Home and then your event, which is designed to um, assist veterans, correct? That is correct. All right. So Rhonda, it sounds like you're going to take the lead here. Yes. And I'm Rhonda Kenny with The Way Home. I've been with The Way Home four years now, and I've pretty much just is this the outfit that Mary Sliney used to work for? Yeah, Mary Sliney still works She's there. still there, Do all right. I believe it? Yeah, 30 years. 30, 30 years. 30 years, yes. Mary Sliney. And that's what everyone says. It's like the Mary Sliney uh, <laughs> um, organization. But yes, I've been there for um, four years and trying to help out in a development position until we just hired Bianca, who came in as our development director. Well, so, welcome, Bianca. Thank you. So what does it mean to be the development director? That just means I have to make sure I bring in a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> and develop a lot of relationships in our community. Gotcha. All right. So it's always about the money, huh? Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about The Way Home and, and what it, uh, its mission and purpose are. The Way Home, uh, as I said, has been around for 30 years. They started out as a security loan deposit firm uh, many years ago, and yeah. they've They've, um, you know, massed into this uh, organization who helps low-income families, veterans, individuals, um, you know, just overall people that have low income with finding safe, affordable housing. And uh, do you have sort of like a primary constituency? Uh, Is it determined by like a lot of organizations today have taken a focus on, you know, refugees or immigrants or it's a socioeconomic demographic? It could be. Uh, you know, uh, single parents, particularly mothers. I mean, so so who is your sort of target uh, service audience? Well, for instance, um, at 214 Spruce, where our location is, we have seven uh, transitional housing units, strictly for single moms and their children. So you have so, to have children. And it's not necessarily single moms. I take that back. It could is, be a single dad. It could be. So what is a transitional housing unit? Let's get into some of the jargon you guys toss around and yes. everybody nods their head and goes, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and they never say, what is that? So transitional housing, when, you're, when you come into the program, the uh, transitional housing program allows the uh, moms, dads, the, the parents to work a program specifically for them that allows them to help clean up their credit, help with uh, writing a resume, learn basic life skills. And up to two years, we have the folks in our program to be able to learn how to do these uh, things before being successful to move to the next step. Right. So you're no longer – because I remember back when I worked for Mayor Wazorek back in the 90s, uh, which probably predates – I know you've been that old, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Mayor Rosoric. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a vote in age yet, but I do remember her. <laughs> but it seemed to me like it was a place that people went if they needed uh, uh, a loan to get uh, security deposits uh, so that they could get an apartment. And by some method over time, they had to pay that loan back, correct? That is correct. So you're doing a whole heck of a lot more than just – 
providing security deposits for people to get apartments. Right, and we still do have that service. We have a, have a story just the other day. Um, a lady came in that had a security deposit loan. She came in with uh, on crutches. She was on her way to have an operation that she – you know, financially couldn't afford, but she came in to pay that security deposit loan and she gave the office a dollar just so that she could show that she is paying mm-hmm. her her okay. due. So. so it's the security deposit and you've got transitional housing. Right. And, and what else? Supportive housing. Supportive and housing. And what that means is that out in the community, we have 52 uh, units of apartments. Not all are owned by the way home. We do work with landlords and mm-hmm. um, and we put low-income folks into these properties. But before we do that, we case manage them and house you know use housing counselors to help with their program. So what is case managing a a, a program? Well, uh, case managing an individual, an individual really is is uh, um, pretty much you come they come into the office. We find out where they are financially, how they are going to pay for that rent. The whole the whole um, our whole purpose is to make these folks successful to be able to live. Um, you know, so they'll live in one of your apartment units, whether you own it or whether or not you've got an arrangement with a landlord until they're on their feet and then you move them out uh, to be on their own and then someone else comes in. Yes, or they may stay in that apartment, uh-huh. not in the transition, but in the apartments out in the community. Ah. Yes. So okay. that could be their forever home. That actually. could be there. So then you have yes. to go find other arrangements with other landlords to keep putting yep. new people in. Exactly. Gotcha. All right. So let's get to the development side of this. You have to raise a lot of money, Bianca. Well, I do because we have some fantastic programs and services that, that we need to support from our community. So how many how many different programs do you run and how many people do they serve, say, on an annual basis? And what's that mean in terms of uh, dollars you need to raise? Well, so last year we, we served uh, 6,000, I think it was 6,000, if I... 6,000 families. Wow. <laughs> yes, I had to look at my notes. <laughs> and That's okay. And just make sure, I, I know it's probably unpleasant, but when you're talking, just make sure you keep looking at me because when you turn your, mic, uh, your mouth away from the microphone, people can't hear you as well. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so um, I started two weeks ago tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> So uh, she still has uh, that new development director, you know, aura yeah, about her, yes, right? So like yes. that new car smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it'll keep me around a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, and so we're really excited for our motorcycle ride that's coming up this Saturday. Okay. So that we can continue our mission. And one of them, besides working with uh, individuals and families, is working with um, our homeless veterans. We have one of our houses, our supportive housing programs, is uh, on Laurel Street, and it's it's housing for veterans. Okay, so veterans now are a, are, are a target group of the way home. Yes, this particular event we've done. This is our seventh year, and the first year was based on getting that particular home up and running gotcha. for six homeless veterans that for we six have homeless. there. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you work with other organizations like uh, Liberty House or? Um, uh, New Horizons, which also has special outreach efforts to, to veterans uh, on these issues, or are you sort of, uh, I don't want to say doing your own thing, but how, how integrated are you with these other uh, organizations that are, uh, you know, uh, have special, either are entirely dedicated to or at least have special programs to help veterans? So I think that's where we say we collaborate together. Okay. You know, we, the goal is to serve the clients in our community, and, and if we need to work together, if Liberty House has the space, then we're going to talk to the Liberty House. If we have the space, they're going to talk to us. Um, because ultimately, it's it's serving those in our community. 
we have an awesome housing support program that has relationships out in the community as well as Mary is, you know, a powerhouse in, in our supportive services. Gotcha. So let's talk about the ride. What's going on? Well, okay, so we're kicking off from Auburn Pits on Saturday morning. Auburn Pits. For those who don't live in Auburn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not that far away, but if you're a motorcycle guy, you know where Auburn Pits is. Okay, so. And if you're not, you've got until 12 noon to come there when even if you don't ride. So we're having a barbecue. We're having music. Black Light Band is going to be there for the afternoon. Carmen over at Auburn Pits puts on an unbelievable spread of barbecue. Uh, so the kickoff is the, the registrations at Is this at the place that does the big fireworks show on the 4th of July? Yeah, and they have the, the horseshoe pits down there yeah, in yeah, the yeah, backyard. Okay. Yeah. And okay. the burning of the trees and the, after the holidays. Uh, after Christmas. Yeah, well, that yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's starting to ring a bell now because the, uh, the Auburn Town Fathers passed some ordinances to try to restrict parking along Rockingham Road out there. Oh. And, the fire chief got all mad at burning the trees and all kinds of other fun stuff. So if you guys want to tell the town of Auburn to lighten up, show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, so we're helping the homeless. Help, that's right. Helping the homeless. So uh, it, it sounds like it's more than just sort of, cause, you know, these rides, I don't want to say they're common, but they're not, um, they're not infrequent. Uh, different organizations will do Absolutely. rides for, from the animal shelter to whatever. They, uh, they all have some sort of thing. But it sounds like you've built a day of events, really, around the ride. And so it starts when? It starts at 8.30 is registration, okay. and it is in the parking lot of the pits. Uh, registration kickstands up about 9.15, mm-hmm. and they ride up to we, Manchester Motorcycle Club, who's mm-hmm. been in existence here in Manchester for over 100 years mm-hmm. now, has been a great supporter and partner with us on this mm-hmm. event. They, um, they are going to uh, lead the ride up to Bosquin. Uh, the cemetery, mm-hmm. where they will, we will have a, an informal celebration. Um, we have someone playing taps. Um, it's it's going to be a nice event up there as well. Okay. And then they turn around and come back to the pits for the barbecue, the music, the fifty fifties, the yeah. prizes. Now, are there sort of uh, is it, is it kid friendly? You're going to have bouncy houses and stuff there, or leave the kids at home? Yeah, it's no, a I'm bar. It's a bar. <laughs> it's a bar. A barn? A bar. A bar. So if we think about the Auburn Pits, it is a bar, but there is, it is a restaurant. So it's family-friendly, but there is no bouncy house. No, <laughs> no, no bouncy house. All right. So basically, it's, it's kind of an adult, uh, an adult setting. Correct. Now, do you do, you, uh, do specific outreach um, on this to, say, groups like Rolling Thunder, which are uh, you know, v- uh, 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 veterans who ride specifically motorcycles? Uh, uh, you know, for purposes yes. and things like that, or do you just hope that people show up? No, no, we do. We do outreach. We um, we have a um, gentleman on our committee uh, the last couple of years now that goes out to all of their, um, y- you know, their websites and what have you yeah. and invites. And we've had Rolling Thunder there every year right. for us. So, so yeah. you like outreach the American Legion, yes. the veterans of foreign Absolutely. wars, all that, all that kind of stuff. Yes. All right. Yes. So if people want to get involved here, I mean, is there is there an online uh, place where they can get tickets? Do they have to do it, quote unquote, at the door? Are there deadlines? Well, either or. We're, we're always happy to take the registrations prior to so that we I'll have I'll take a- your money as soon as we can. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make a – got a good mission going here. Yeah. So you can go online at thewayhomenh.org and click on the link for the motorcycle ride. It's 
right there on the front page, okay. and you can uh, get a ticket right there. If you're riding individually, it is twenty dollars. Um, if you have an additional rider um, on your bike, uh, that's ten dollars for them. And then if you just want to come for the party at twelve thirty and after. Um, it's fifteen dollars. It's fifteen bucks. And once again, the ride leaves the parking lot at eight thirty. That, that's registration. Oh, that's it registration. Leaves the parking lot at nine fifteen. Nine fifteen up to Bosquin for some informal ceremonies there. Yes, that's for those of you who don't know. That's the state's uh, veterans cemetery in Bosquin. Then you turn around and come back. You're there by twelve thirty, and it's time to strap on the feed bag and <laughs> grab right. some barbecue. That's right. And listen that's to right. some classic rock. Listen to some classic rock. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a live music. What did yeah, you, you say the band was? The Black, Black Light Band. Yeah. The Black Light Band. Yes. yes. Gotcha. And we have prizes. We have 50-50s. We have um, you know, raffles. So it, it, it'll be fun. And that is this coming Sunday? Saturday. 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 Good. All right. One more time, the uh, website, Bianca? www.bianca.com. TheWayHomeNH.org. TheWayHomeNH.org. Ladies, any closing thoughts? If you're not able to get online, uh, you're also welcome to just come and get tickets right at the door. All right. And if people don't ride, I'm assuming that they can uh, make a donation as if they were going to ride so they can help you support homeless veterans in need of uh, getting back on their feet. They sure can. All right. Bianca Bodwin, Rhonda, why did I just... Kenny. (laughs) Kenny. It's still early. I know. <laughs> Although I have been up since 3.30. Thank you for being with us here this morning on the Trotter Large Radio Show. We, uh, we appreciate your taking time to come uh, to, to, to notify, us of, uh, notify us of this event and uh, to share it with our audience. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, the 3-0 and coach Jimmy Lozon of the Londonderry Lancer football team will be in the house. It's time for sports in our own backyard. Stay with us.